2: Welcome to the My Old Man Said Christmas Special I'm David Michael, the editor of My Joining me for part two, the same f- three chaps that were here for uh, part one Mr Dan Rogers, Mr Phil Shaw and Mr Chris Bird, welcome back Hello again Hello We've all had a comfort break, this is a long slog doing the Christmas Special how shall we start? Let's start off uh, proceedings with uh, number three in the top five players that aren't Jack Grealish of 2021. Coming in hot, these are the now the three players. Obviously, they had uh, the most votes, but these three players had uh, considerably more votes than uh, anybody else, so uh, the top three was theirs uh, to own. Number three, Mr. Ollie Watkins. Hmm. Probably the highlight of his uh, year was... Uh, getting in the England squad scoring on debut of course as well yeah yeah and still still featuring he's he's definitely in the the mix i think uh, he had to have uh, had a uh, a cracker of an end to last season to have any chance of uh, i mean this is for villa to have any chance of getting in the actual euros uh, squad i think uh, Southgate had a look, but he was never going to get in that final squad unless he was had an insane end to the season, and he, he kind of petered out a little bit, didn't he? With
0: it, with our form as well as you know, as his supply line dried up, as did his goals. Funnily enough, but he still managed to. He was netting goals in um, even you know, games when we were losing, like you know, the West Ham one. He scored a really, a really good goal. He scored the winner against Arsenal. They were other ones, so he was still in amongst it. But as you know, as, as our season faded, his did a little bit as well.
3: It's no wonder his season faded since he was carrying the cross of our whole attacking press and our whole attacking yeah. <laughs> game for but twenty games at the end of the season.
0: Just to to bring it around to Christmas. And that's what Southgate liked, wasn't it? It was his work ethic as much as his yeah. his goal scoring. It was his pressing from the front and his harrying and all that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, I think we're a, we're a, a much better team when he's in the in this in the first 11. And yeah, I, I like that was him a w- lot.
0: One of the problems
2: with the uh, start of uh, this season was obviously his injury. And uh, the reason we got him was because he... Well, one of the reasons we got him was just statistically over the last three seasons for Brentford, uh, I think he'd like miss one or two games. He was he
0: was no Jack Grealish. Let's just say, no, but <laughs> who when it comes to injuries? I think Watkins is... Oh, you change your <laughs> tune. I thought, but, but, what, Watkins <laughs> is reliable, isn't he? Yeah. You know, you know you know what you're gonna get with Watkins and He's <laughs> with, loyal. with the with the inconsistency from Villa over the last few years. <laughs> you need a few players like that.
2: Yeah, and when you're in the stadium, effort gets you a long way in terms yes, of winning, winning over definitely, Winning over fans that are actually sitting in the stadium and uh, Watkins gives you that and you know centre forward is you can be in and out of games normally but Watkins is pretty much always in the game and even when he's got two men on him he can make things happen and that's the exciting thing about him and really it's it's yeah it's a difficult if you're just going to play one traditional striker up front it's hard to think who you would prefer above him uh you know any player coming in never mind just Danny Ings
4: He's very hardworking and has been consistently hardworking. Even when I mean, in the early parts of, of the current campaign, he, he didn't, you know, took him a couple a few games to get some goals. I think he's got another not, uh, two traits that I think are, are very important for fans as well. I mean, he's consistently scored goals since he arrived at the football club. And the other thing he's capable of doing is scoring a, a goal without any help from anyone else. And I get yeah. a goal probably fresh in people's memories. And it was an outstanding run and goal it was against Brighton. That's brilliant. There aren't many Premier League strikers that can do that, and though I wouldn't count Brighton amongst the better teams in the league, when that ball was released to him by uh, Ashley Young, he had a yeah. lot of work to do, and he he turned that defense inside out before uh, unleashing a really savage finish into the back of the net. You know that, that was that was a crucial goal at a crucial time for Villa. You know, deep into that game, and it was outstanding.
2: We said last season that. Uh... He was unlucky not to have bagged more goals, and you could easily see him getting 20. He could be a 20-goal-a-season man. All you needed was, uh, let's say, a midfield to kind of work itself out and for him to get more of a rub of the green because he, he hit the woodwork so many times. He hit the times. woodwork, and he had a lot of, of VAR, course, didn't he, yes. as well?
0: Yeah, loads of. Was it about fear? four games on the bounce? He had either a goal disallowed, or he hit the woodwork, or both. Yeah.
2: So if you just just twist the luck a bit on those, you suddenly you know he's scoring a shitload more. Problem is, he would have scored more this season if Bailey would pass to him. <laughs> 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 but he's not going to have that problem for uh, until the new year, anyway. But ultimately, I think if Bailey was a bit more unselfish, uh, then you know Watkins would thrive off that as well. I think Gerard coming in as well has brought a bit of a like more ruthless streak out
3: in Watkins as well because he seems to be doing a lot more talking on the pitch. Um, you know, the, against uh, Leicester, the the one where he should have maybe squared at the cash. Well, I wouldn't have at the cash either. The, the, how wasteful cash was being in that game. But um, <laughs> Watkins was right to take the shot, and he just told, turn around, and told Cash, "No, you weren't getting it." That was it. So it was. It's pretty simple. It's like I'm the striker. We used to say he deferred the Grealish when he should have took the shots on himself. He, he doesn't defer to anybody anymore.
2: Yeah, he's still somebody with a lot of uh, upside uh, Watkins uh, and, and in in a Villa shirt as well. So that's kind of exciting. I mean, he is one of the players that uh, if Villa did hit a downward trend and that was the danger where we were heading, he's one of the, let's say, most valuable assets that uh, another club would potentially take off us. You well, know, come, and, come yeah. and knock in. That's why we need to, uh, as Christian Pursley would say, continuous improvement to uh, maintain him his services because you've got a he's a player that will have uh, a line of uh, suitors, well, a line of suitors, but also uh, personally he will have ambition as well because he want to get in that England team, you mm-hmm. know, for real. I think for him, I would say objections for the season would be to score more goals than he did last season. I think that's a kind of a simple, clean cut. Objection. Even though he uh, had an injury at the start,
4: I'd, I'd agree. I think that the, I mean, top top strikers in the Premier League will always be judged on goals, you know. And uh, he's he's delivered in, I think, in a in a Villa team that was still very much in transition. I think, it, you know, if he continues to deliver in a team that wants to be on the ascendancy and climbing the table, that that can only help him. I think my final point on on uh, Watkins would be just. He comes across as having absolutely the right attitude, and I do think that's where the, the risk comes for for a for a team that wants a really hard working, committed player with with end result. Uh, he, he does tick a few boxes, doesn't he? A little bit off off some fans' radars. I, I noticed that until until they play us, that you do tend to see in some of the comments and some of the. Yeah. The remark. I think when people actually see him over ninety minutes, they they get it.
2: Yeah, it's, it's almost like you have to see him in the flesh to get him. Really,
4: I totally agree.
2: Right, let's move on to our individual highlights of the year uh, in terms of Aston Villa in twenty twenty one. Who wants to go first? Dan Rogers. <laughs>
4: uh, I, for me, Bailey goal at Villa Park. I thought that was it's the one Great. where he 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 runs onto it, heads it down, and and unleashes fury. Into the net <laughs> At the whole end That was a real That was a limbs moment And it was a A, a real I thought Statement, uh, like a, s-
2: statement of arrival
4: yeah, yeah It was a statement of arrival And it was a It was a short cameo And obviously Sadly culminated in, in an injury But it was a real high
2: And by the way I, I, I still give him the goal From straight from the corner
4: yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's that's how we take corners now, as we said at the time. That's that's yeah. the. I'm disappointed that the Douglas Lewis only played an assist for Watkins against Man City. Uh, <laughs> I think my other highlight was. I, I I I will stand behind this. I think getting 100 million pounds for Jack Grealish is a. That's that's a good bit of business in anyone's in in any on any balance sheet. Uh, and I think the the victory at Old Trafford. They are collectors' items, as any of us yeah. who have followed <laughs> Follow Villa for any length of time. They they aren't. Uh, uh, they don't come along too often. And finally, I think that just for, for comedy and for, you know, having essentially won uh, South America's equivalent of the European Championships, Martinez groin thrusting with the trophy for Copper America will, will live long in my memory.
0: Yeah, and his, his shithouse antics in the penalty shootout were first rate, weren't they? He's Messi's best
2: mate now, isn't he?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. All the world-class players stick together, don't they? That's it. <laughs>
2: I I mean personally I will say uh beating Manchester United just has to be uh mentioned uh, straight off the bat since that was the first time for whew, is it twelve years now? And uh that's only twice in about is it four hundred and forty five years or something like that? Something ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, the, the highlight, I don't know if it's a highlight. The interesting thing, I mean, it's, I suppose it's football, isn't it? We thought we had the, we, we saw the path for Villa, whether it was going to be successful or not. We had this fairy tale Smith, Grealish, everybody, uh, the fan base was like sentimentally, emotionally invested in it, which is kind of quite rare. Normally you have a overseas owner that nobody likes or a faceless uh, setup, or you're just paying a lot of money for the next mercenary Give manager. Give it time you know next mercenary manager and that was all swept away so it's uh, not exactly a highlight but we never really anticipated it would be gone this quickly and it went in a blink of an eye really but in terms of highlight I think the youth cup uh, since we won it f- 20 2019 like, years yeah. 19 years yeah that's never uh, an indication that you're going to have the greatest team in the world in five years' time. Uh, players come and go, and even, as we saw with the uh, next-gen, which when Villa were effectively the best youth team in Europe, how many of those guys made it just greelish, really, in terms of top, top-tier Yep. So fingers crossed, but the youth set up, if that is the path, and it is intrinsic in, in the Villa plan and the owner's plan. So it's good to see that bearing fruit already. But uh, yeah, in a isolated result, I'd probably go with the United game. And But I think... In terms of this season, the, the the highlights are to come. We haven't seen them yet, hmm. and probably you would say highlight was getting Stephen Gerrard. Because still, to me, I look at pictures or video, and it seems like it's a deep fake or a Photoshop job. It still is. Sur- <laughs> it's just surreal to me. Still, Phil,
3: it's a bit petty, but beating Leeds down road <laughs> <laughs> when when Al Ghazi scored. I mean, after the the travesty of him getting sent off when Bamford just fell over at, at thin air. Um, uh, that's still s- stuck in the memory and I'm sure it's stuck in El Ghazi's memory as well and that was a game one of the first games without Grealish when we were up against the mighty Leeds and the mighty BLs and it was just
2: after they was, absolutely it stifled them didn't yeah. we as well yeah, it they was, absolutely slapped us in the first game when we thought we were the bee's knees beating everybody you know four games uh, out of four and then we were like shocked by the, the way they overran us yeah I mean
3: other than that it would be ones we've mentioned like Fernandez missing the penalty and then um, mm. Watkins and Ming's, Mings celebration after scoring against Brighton—it was like something you'd see in like <laughs> Wrestle or something. Just <laughs> oh, running, yeah. running, running down the running down the side and high in the crowd. I mean, it was it was great. And punching
4: I'm, the haters, don't I forget yes, that. I was... the haters, yeah.
3: But uh, finally, it'll be, um, I'm finally forgiven Ashley Young for leaving. Now that we've got Shithouse 2.0 version of Ashley Young back, you know, sh- short sleeves Ashley Young back now. He's, <laughs> he's the new player, so with hair. Yeah, yeah I've forgiven them. So. I can sleep
0: easy now. Which just leaves uh, Senor Bud. I'd say it was the the twenty four hour period or so with the two games in two days. Really, which you know, the the Chelsea game, first game back after COVID, was just it was just great to be back, see a few familiar faces, um, and it was a really good game of football. You know, we obviously got a really good win against the the you know well the team that would become European champions a week later, and obviously twenty four hours after that we. Beat Liverpool to win the Youth Cup, which was a really good evening, a really good vocal support, and a lot of a lot of players from that team are now you know, in and around the youth team or off on loan, and you know, that's what you judge your youth team on. You know, getting a trophy is nice and it validates you, but actually the the real proof is in having a Chukmaweka doing things in the first team or having these these young lads coming through, which they're starting to do. So.
2: Mm. Are we now already taking for granted going to Villa Park? Uh, are you enjoying going back? Uh, do, you f- do you remember that there was a time that we couldn't go back? It feels like a while ago
0: now since... Time moves quickly, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels a long time ago since like Match Club was launched, as an example. And that was that was yeah. a good thing, but it's it's been nice to go to games. Obviously, it's been great. But no, I certainly don't take going to games for granted. You know, win, lose, or draw. Yeah. And it's nice to see you know after previous year in mean, the last couple it's of years, nice seasons, to see the trains not working. Well, it's, nice, it's I was going to say it's <laughs> nice to it's nice to see the ground full every week. Which, let's be honest, for a long time it wasn't.
4: No, and as, and as I mean, it's a, it's a story I told off air that that the return to Villapart was really really topped off for me against uh, against Leicester and when when I went back to the glorious halt end toilets to to see a man who was urinating into the trough and had decided to place his pint glass into said trough as <laughs> as urine flowed around it, warming his pint <laughs> uh. and so when the new variant does emerge <laughs> that was that was the petri dish it was the lower halt end trough of filth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: infected was the lager. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: probably improved
0: the lager. Either way, it's wa- Either way, it's watered down piss. So,
2: well, I don't know. it Probably added uh, a higher alcoholic uh, percentage. It's true craft,
0: pure but... <laughs> <laughs> craft, you
3: could say. Oh, but, uh, true puts a, story. Yeah, puts the P in APA
2: <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what were the low lights? So that that probably kicks it off. I think um, the low lights. I, I, I mean, I've less and less on uh, Twitter nowadays. But just the almost like a childishness over the, the Grealish not starting games in the Euros, and just yeah. just like everybody knowing of what newspapers and sites are clickbait, but they still click it. Nobody evolves, nobody learns to ignore it. It's just a big cesspool, isn't it?
3: Mm. Well, the Grealish scenario, like it was, um, it was almost like like the the Comeuppance man came and slapped all of them in the face whenever he just up tails and. Absconded the Man City, so they, who they, is this
4: comeuppance man you speak of?
1: to buy pint. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's
3: like it's just it was ironic that so many of the people that were buying Grilish shirts and you know basically the, their whole they weren't even going to watch the England in the Euros because Grilish wasn't playing, and then before yeah. the season it's before the season even starts, he, he's gone to Man City, and they're just left looking at this. English England Grealish shirt and going well. They burn
2: it. They get an exchange. What do they? Do? <laughs> I mean, you know, Grealish had a good Euros for God's sake. He did. I mean, he came he on against Germany in like, which is always the grudge match. You know, changed the game. Changed the game, and that's a moment he'll have with him for the rest of his life, regardless of whatever happens uh, in the rest of his career. It's, it's a great memory. If that's your best memory, it's a fucking good memory. Absolutely. I'm sure he'll go on to have better ones but uh, that's certainly a uh, top draw so a lot of f- fuss, but the reality is you know reality is that after being out pretty much uh, the whole year before those euros and to manage to do what he did in the euros and impact big games and uh, get to play in European championship finals then uh, you know it's been it turned a it turned a nightmare year into a good year and uh, Villa's bank manager had a great year as well <laughs> yeah did <stayed> his agent <laughs> Yeah, yeah, his agent was loving
0: it. In terms of low like, they were. I'm going to put a few all in one, and it was sort of Burnley and Newcastle away, and these and Wolves. Obviously, more recently, were just games where Villa were just gifting team, gifting teams points and throwing away games against sides you should be beating. Yeah, I think Wolves is a separate conversation, but yeah, those teams, you know, and like losing to Sheffield United that Newcastle game where you think you've won the game in the last last minute, and you still managed to throw it away. It was just, that was one when I really lost my rag after that one.
4: Ah, classic Villa.
0: Yeah. Sheffield United, <laughs> you know, the team that couldn't buy a win all season, did they beat Villa? Of course they fucking did.
4: Ah, classic Villa. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but I think, you know, Gerard, from what we've seen so
2: far, he's getting Villa into a side that hopefully continues uh, through the winter periods. Are uh, you starting to beat the teams you, you hopefully expect to beat? Mm-hmm. And giving the ones that perhaps you, you don't start off as favourites in the in the game, uh, a, a jolly good game, and that's you know that's what yeah. you want to do. We just want to be competitive,
0: don't you? Yeah,
2: you you want any team, any team that comes to Villa Park needs to play bloody well to get come away with points or a point.
0: Well, that would be nice to see if they're not helping teams. You know, like let's not be passing the ball out for a corner <laughs> from our own six-yard box, for example. That would yeah. be a good starting point. Mm. <laughs> And what and another one I would say? I mean, it, it's not like a real low light, but it was. It's kind of. You're going to mention it anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to mention it anyway. Was you know that Man City game last season when we scored after like 20 seconds, uh, couldn't get the ball off them, and then when they went down to 10 men, we couldn't get the ball off them even worse. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't lay a glove on 10 men. Um, I mean, uh, bit, that does show how good City were. Excellent, weren't they? But. Hmm. It still isn't. Doesn't look good when you can't get the ball off ten men. A team can be really good, and uh, you go, "Well, yeah, that's you know,
2: that's why we're not uh, getting the ball or whatever." But when they make you look foolish, that's yeah. that's mm. on you as well. That's mm-hmm. on you as well. So the strategy is to stop teams like Manchester City, especially when they're down to ten men. And uh, obviously, we failed to work out what that was. Don't
3: forget, Sheff-
2: Sheffield United were also down to ten men. True. So they
3: were. Mm. Sorry, sorry to bring that yeah. ten men <laughs> curse back.
2: It wasn't even a joke. Uh, Dean Smith was was terrible. Still is, ten, isn't he? Against ten men, yeah, and that's carried on. The idea of ten men is it should make it easy for the team playing against the ten men. Uh, I mean, obviously they'll probably be more defensive, so they'll be harder to break down, but. <laughs> Smith can't even you know they're, they're still a threat they're still a live threat never mind uh, you're going to struggle to score against them when when oh, Smith they're feet. dominant yeah they're do- they're dominators but uh Speaking of of Smith, uh, in terms of low lights, uh, it just wasn't acceptable to be 2-0 up against Wolves with 10 minutes to play. And it was easy to close out that game and get those three points. And there's been such a confusion in the ethos of Smith at that time. And you, you couldn't really pin what the identity actually was. We've heard him at the start when he joined the club, and I'm not getting at him. He had a clear ethos that didn't really work out. He had to find more of a defensive balance found that successfully to the extent of surviving relegation and then uh, starting the season very well the next season. But then from that point onwards, we've struggled to what is the identity of a Dean Smith team. You know, it used to be uh, if you score one, you go and get two. Well, that became naive. Then it was uh, finding the balance and he hit the sweet spot and he thought, he's got it, let's go. And then suddenly it disappeared. Then it seemed that there was an over-reliance on Grealish and seemed uh, a bit fuddled what to do when he wasn't there and as we've said similar situation to Gerard in terms of injuries but we you saw against uh, Leicester and Brighton how that he managed those games and how the formation changed and how uh, you know fullbacks came in a bit tighter and how he saw the game out because he actually wanted the points because that was the focus if you're 2-0 up with 10 minutes to go you don't really need a 3 Especially if you've been losing games.
3: No, that Wolves one that that was one for the ages. That yeah, collapse and- it
0: happened as well when Wes Edens has flown in for the game. You just think that the, this could be curtains. Losing that game in that manner. Yeah.
4: Hey Christian, could you could you sack him for me? <laughs>
0: you,
4: I love this new new Las Vegas villains thinking about that. Could you get get rid of him and fuck him off to Delia Smith for me? Uh, Who was that? It's Michael Jackson. (laughs) 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 That's how I imagine Wes Edens talks.
2: Like Michael Jackson. Uh, In terms of the uh, 2021 calendar year, we are actually where we finished in the table last season. Continuous improvement.
4: Yeah, Christian, it doesn't look like him. Proven to me. Sorry, Michael.
2: Uh, uh, Eleven thirty-nine games. This is the time of recording this show. But yeah, continuous improvement. There's only one continuous improvement. Uh, the bottom layer of that improvement has to be top half at the end of the season. Yeah. Or well, Gerard's out.
4: I'm not doing the voice again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. It's time for Media Muppet of the Year. Phil Shaw, we've just left it to you with this one. I mean, yeah. there's such a mountain of shite and clickbait <laughs> that uh
0: that it's you know It could have its own two part show in itself, really. Yeah. yeah. You well, could
2: have it could have a top one hundred uh easy, but uh we'll let you choose. Well, like all these things, when it's when it's the end of the year, you have to go right to the
3: source, and it, it just happens to be the club themselves for their their laying of the red carpet out for Jack Grealish to come back. I mean, uh, n- nobody else does that. I mean, I, I just can't think of another circumstance where that goes out on the day of their first game back as a competitor. I mean, it's not like a preseason friendly. It's not some sort of testimonial. It was just.
0: Yeah, or, or a legend who's it. come back after a couple of years. It's not like Xavi returning to Barcelona or something. Yeah. Well, I've
2: discussed this with the club, and I know why it happened and who ordained it. And I... It's
0: not true, David.
2: <laughs> 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 and uh, obviously, uh, I can't directly say what it was because it's confidential, but probably have to look to, you know, Michael Jackson, if I could be cryptic. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> in terms of whose idea it was that's all I'm all I'm saying but yeah the uh, let's say the people who normally control that kind of stuff wouldn't have done that or say so they say now but it's uh, not something they thought was necessarily a great idea but it was uh, the the higher powers that uh, this let's just say there's a certain nationality of uh, sport that's a bit different to the English way we've already experienced it that nationality when uh, they thought that uh appointing alex mcleish was a good idea because they didn't really get the idea of local rivalries because it's a bit different it's uh you don't share stadiums like i don't know the jets and giants i mean i've been to jets game in new york and there's like new york uh, new york giants fans sitting around that wouldn't happen in uh small small heath a Villa game. You, you know, Villa versus Leicester or Villa versus Liverpool. You've got loads of Blues fans sitting around you. Yeah. So there is that kind of disconnect and that's why that the Grealish thing happened. Yeah, they don't know what relegation is either, do they? No, exactly. Well, hopefully they won't find out. Well, Michael Jackson won't find out anyway. <laughs> 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 so uh, that's a bit of info, Christmas info for you there. Right, uh, we, we, we can't mention M- medium Muppet without giving out a special Lifetime Achievement Award. And uh, who, who's going to have the honour of winning a Lifetime Achievement Award of medium Muppetry? It has to be the Birmingham Mail. I mean... Stroke Birmingham Live.
3: Yeah, like it's like when brazil won the world cup in 1970 the jules Reme trophy they just take it home it's just theirs now it's forever <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no joke not a not an hour goes past when there isn't something that you could do a whole column of media muppets yeah. on from them it's just it's a machine it's just that's what it is it's just a machine
2: you know, I used to enjoy uh, when I said my own mouth, you know, I think, oh, you know, got to do some unique, different ways. Media Muppets was one idea, the Vengloss view, like for satirical writing, just to make it kind of interesting for myself as well. But they saturated the fucking clickbait market by just dump trucking piss poor stories that weren't stories. They're just headlines or their tweets. And it, it's it to me, it's just disgusting. If this is the way that uh, media's going, then uh, we're going to hell, people. But the club don't like it the fans don't like it and uh if you want a new year's resolution is don't click it don't read the shit and the fake engagement and whatever yeah let, let me click it for you and tell you what it was about yeah but uh you know we, we resurrected media muppets for the podcast because it kind of works uh in that context right uh <laughs> i don't know why we put this one in but uh since we're on Achievement, Lifetime Achievement Awards, Special Outstanding Contribution Award to 2021, I throw in Nanny McPhee, who's uh, allegedly brought set
4: pieces to Villa Park. He's credited with creating them in the game.
2: Yeah.
4: I'd never seen one before.
2: No, neither at high,
4: Nor anyone celebrate every single throw-in.
3: <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the fucking, <laughs> fucking Da what? Vinci of set pieces. <laughs> <laughs> da Vinci.
2: <laughs>
4: He gets paid wages. I wonder
2: wonder if Nanny McPhee actually invented the Ashley Westwood floated corner. Was that one of his He was ahead of his time, if so. (laughs) Maybe that was the inspiration. (laughs) Give it the big air. Was that one of his originals? I think he was
3: watching the NBA. Was like an alley-oop pass or something? That's what it was.
2: (laughs) Before we do the uh, top five reasons to be cheerful going into 2022, uh, in terms of... uh, Twenty twenty one, ghosts of Villa Christmas past. Anything you want to leave in twenty twenty one, apart from Nanny McPhee's uh, set piece routines,
0: throwing away games needlessly against crap sides. That would be my one. Yeah, injuries would be good. Injuries would be a clean bill <laughs> of health, would be a novelty, wouldn't it? In the last few years,
2: just to see a full strength team, like over a period. You know, I don't want to get too greedy, but over just over a period of a month would be good, just to see see what we're capable of.
4: I'd like to see the whenever we're mentioned in the in the general media in passing the immediate reference to Grealish having left the club as having some bearing upon a, a moment in a game or a review of a game there seems to be some pundits that are absolutely obsessed with saying you know, if we're to lose a game it's because oh well you know they are trying to adapt after the loss the sad loss of Jack Grealish like he's died yeah. um, or, or that he was you know I, I want to say I, I never want to hear that again he's dead to me
2: I'm thinking that maybe the next Christmas show of 2022 we, we might not even mention his name
4: no we'll be saying I don't want to hear any mention of Steven Gerrard having gone to Liverpool <laughs> and Ollie Watkins <laughs> yeah.
3: going with him yeah and I mean Martinez has gone to who Madrid <laughs> so this is a ghost
4: of Villa's future is what
2: we're saying, <laughs> <Yeah. actually. laughs>
3: here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states
1: picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order McDelivery delivery now on the mcdonald's app There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See (laughs) (laughs) mcdonalds.com.
2: Actually, before we go to five reasons to be cheerful, uh, let's have number two in the uh, top five players of the year. That isn't Jack Grealish. I thought this guy might have slipped down uh, a bit. Well, he, he was actually number one. He, he won top five players of the year. That isn't Jack Grealish, but uh, has dropped down one place. He's But he's number two, still a solid number two, Ezri Konza. Still yet to play for England uh, as the Twitterati uh, charger. Which every- is probably good for Villa. Let's be careful yeah. what we wish for. Yeah, I don't mind players not getting in the England team. No, never happened. Same, no problem. And uh, he had a you know shaky patch of form because uh, he was in No Man's Land a few times in that back three, the centre back three set uh, setup, uh, mainly because of the uh, the wing backs never coming back. But he's getting back on it, and obviously, uh, I think that's one of the things. Gerard was one of the things we've always said in this podcast. You need your centre backs to be contributing, you know, four or five goals each. A season and uh, for a team that's not overly uh, tall those two centre-backs Mings and Conza, really need to uh, say make their presence felt more and uh, lead the charge on the Nanny McPhee set pieces
0: I'd agree with that you want to you want to see those two guys dominate and I think Konza's, um ever since they've gone back into a back four under Gerard, he's just looked more at home yeah I long think it's a good, uh, long way that, that continue and it's a good pairing I think
4: yeah I think, I think
3: so I'm just hoping he gets his Portuguese cap soon so that we can forget about the English thing and then he'll just not leave. He'll go nowhere.
4: I'm join Wolves.
2: <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> uh, that was a good one, actually. Fair play. Congratulations. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank you. Obrigado. <A> <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, top five reasons to be cheerful going into 2022. Before we announce the winner of... The player of the year, that's not Jack Grealish. And before, a bit of Christmas special. Are you going to start us off? What am I going for? It's got to be the season ticket waiting list going up to 437,000, surely. And
0: going up by the day.
2: (laughs) By the hour. I did actually, uh, at the latest fan consultation group meeting... uh, this month, uh, I did let the club into our little joke about the season ticket waiting list. Uh, uh, as I said, every time they uh, mention it, it seems to, if they mention it twice in an hour, it's wildly different, the two numbers, or if, you know, the press have mentioned it and then personally said something like after that. So I said, we just run with it and just add a, a nought on to everything. Well, add several noughts onto it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually only 437. <laughs>
0: It's actually four point three seven <laughs> at the last count.
2: Uh, so that's one.
0: Uh, it's a sign of progress, though. But apparently, wasn't didn't Perslow say in his interview a couple of weeks back that a lot of it, or certainly a, a big proportion of it, was corporates? Yeah, which is interesting. If if they're looking to sort of expand the stadium, they're going to have to accommodate all these. But uh,
2: essentially. Uh... The, the good news in terms of why is there a reason to be cheerful is it makes the, uh, as well as the expansion of Villa Park, uh, what comes with expansion is updating. And that's something that is needed. It is needed. I mean, I was sitting there when it was kind of empty, uh, the Youth Cup game, uh, when they got knocked out in the first round against Leicester, because we had that the fan consultation group meeting on the same night. And uh, I was looking around and I was, I was saying to somebody, actually, you could knock all the stands down and rebuild them. Because it's it's kind of needed. You could have a new stadium. The question is, what can you keep to keep the tradition,
0: to keep the link back? I mean, probably the front of the Holt. You'd keep a lot of the fascia. You'd probably keep the in, but you'd maybe do a bit of work on the concourse areas. Look at the halting's quite fortunate because there's a lot of space under the stand.
2: Yeah. Well, my my uh, diagnosis of the end is: I want that to be a single stand, as it Same. was f- f- as it was famously Same. the biggest in Europe, single cop. When it was standing, and that was a cop out. What Ellis did with the double, uh, it just made it so fucking bang average, like any other stand. Totally agree. So that's my viewpoint there. That's why I said you could knock them all down and
4: start again. Well, since we lost the Trinity Road Stand, which which was a, a focal point and a yeah, you know, a, you know, there was there the, the was genuine heritage there. um You know, no one's going to be sad to see the North Stand. Obliterated into dust, and the, and
0: the Doug Ellis, or oh, the Doug nothingy, Ellis, is it?
4: Well, just, just, just to uh, yeah, uh, just to see those names, that name torn from the stand will be enough for me. And, and uh, you,
2: and you, literally <laughs> have to, you literally have to take the stand down before you can take the name off it. Because... Oh, no, 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 no not, not with the plan that I've got. <laughs> it won't be dead. I mean, I said to Perslow in one of the early meetings uh, when he came aboard. I said, as far as I'm concerned, you can change the name of that stand tomorrow. And he 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 was actually surprised, and other people agreed, he was surprised that that was the sentiment. I mean, you know, you live and learn. Uh, but I think because it's a bit of an eggshell.
4: Should we call it the Jack Reelish Dan? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you really have to knock the whole thing down. And by the way, uh, as somebody from the club says, you know, the concourse is in the upper They're tier. Of, they are so bad. Oh, uh, to quote... Uh, like something out of Hammer Horror, <laughs> so <laughs> so bad. Anyway, so the the waiting list is a positive just because of what it means in terms of expansion, upgrading, et cetera. What else? That's one.
0: I think the number of youth cup players starting to graduate in the youth team. You know, we saw at, you know Barrow. There was probably about half the team of youth team graduates. You know, both Chuck Moik has played. Obviously, Cameron Archer's suddenly come out of nowhere, and he's probably still the club's top scorer, isn't it? I thought this season. Philogene Bede throughout the league season, you've seen a number of the younger lads getting spots on the bench, coming off the bench. Obviously, Chuck is the one that everybody's kind of putting their money on a little bit to be the next big thing. Um, <clears throat> there was obviously a lot of hype earlier in the in the calendar year through the youth cup run of someone like Louis Barry breaking through. That hasn't quite worked out for him at Ipswich yet, but we'll see what happens with him. But it's it's good to see the number of them in and around the squad or out on loan. You know that that's a sign that you're. You know your academy, which let's not forget, Sawiris and Edens have spent a lot of money on and been pretty aggressive in the market to acquire players. Um, they'll they'll want to see you know the fruits of that.
2: Yeah, and you've got obviously Ramsey leading the charge uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully he will develop further. And you know, as we've said previously, is is has the perfect head coach uh, to do that, who actually walked in the same steps
0: as he did. Yeah, you hope he could become a big a big player for us. A very different player to. Someone like a Grealish, but nonetheless, could be an important player in the next few years.
2: I think uh, you've also uh, got to be cheerful going into twenty twenty two. That we're not actually going into a twenty twenty two year with uh, knee deep in a ten game losing run. Which uh, no, which, <laughs> which could have happened. Dan Rogers was advocating for, and uh, could have, as you said, could have <laughs> happened.
4: Could have reasonably happened. I think. Isn't it?
2: Yeah. As I said, I think we were only an early goal against, conceding an early goal against Brighton away from that really being uh, on the cards.
4: No, and uh, I might no. Mate, no. <laughs> yes, a few people have tweeted me about that comment. Uh, the, 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 the problem we were in with Smith is that we were, we'd lost the habit of winning. We were in the habit of losing. We'd lost our way. We, we completely lost our way in terms of style, shape, formation. And we, we're into the club had to act to that point because it, didn't look like it was going the right way and could you I can't imagine actually when you look at the the, the turnaround that we've had since since Gerard has joined the club the 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 whole mentality changed the whole clubs spirits lifted after a victory a hard-earned victory and i, can't, I just couldn't come I, I couldn't com- contemplate being in the championship again and you can find yourself in these long and smith did have a bit of a habit of going on long winless streaks yeah uh, and that's not something that you can risk doing in the in the premier league
2: at the time i was we were of the view well i was on a viewpoint that it is kind of early still uh, after but i'm basing it on what i've been told by the club in terms of, you know, speaking to them about Smith when he's had adversity and really having it laid out that he is, you know, the man and part of the vision. And uh, But I think, yes, when Grealish left, that kind of loosened his grip a little bit, lost his dynamic because he obviously had a very good relationship with Grealish. And was probably standing on the foundations of Grealish to a certain extent, but you would, you know, you would say another reason uh, for a fourth reason to be cheerful going into 22 was, I think, if we replaced Smith with Eddie Howe, I don't think you'd have had that potential, let's say, rejolt of attitude. Or when I say Eddie Howe, that kind of you know manager wouldn't well, wouldn't have been hard to beat if we'd have got Eddie Howe. But just getting somebody in of. Uh, the gravitas and stature, and ultimately, as we're fast learning, the attitude of, of Gerard, this kind of no bullshit attitude, has uh, refocused the players. I think fast tracked that process, and obviously, they've you know the respect that he carries as a player that has allowed uh, Villa to swiftly change uh, because they had ability. I mean, this this is not a, a chump change uh, squad. This is a a team that, you know, under Smith has demonstrated in games that they can be anybody apart from Manchester City at the moment. And they're just tweaks away from being a really formidable team. And Gerrard so far seems to be dragging us to be that team, which is encouraging and uh, hopefully will roll out to be Truth in uh, 2022. Anything to add, Phil Shaw? The Gerrard
3: thing, I think you can see from the Man City game, when I mean... To go back to Smith, the difference is whenever a Smith team didn't perform, when they had a bad day, it wasn't just bad; it was catastrophic. I mean, you're thinking Watford away both times; you're thinking
0: Leicester, Leicester. Yeah. You're just only implosions, yes, and those sorts of games. things. They got there. i mean
3: oh, Southampton, yeah. yes, yes, the list goes on. But it, Jared had a bad half against Man City, and the game still was only two one, and so they were lucky to get a two one with the second half turnaround. So. Things yeah. can change in a game. It's not the pattern; isn't set after the first minute of the match.
0: Yeah, you certainly feel with Gerard at the moment. Anyway, that we're we're obviously we're competitive, but you always think we're going to be in this game. We don't. I don't think we're going to be beaten in games.
2: Yeah, hopefully that mindset will change, and we're talking players, supporters as well. And uh, I just want to be that team that you don't want to play.
0: Especially at Villa Park, you don't want teams to, you want. You want a better, you know. I want a better walk up the steps of the whole and going. Yeah, we, we should we should win today. And even you're playing against the top side, know that we're not, we'll give them a bloody good game today.
2: Yeah, right. Fifth, final reason to be cheerful, going into 2022. Surely the Villa variant will be spreading across Europe next season.
4: Wildfire.
0: <laughs> get, yeah, get your passports <laughs> dusted off. We're going to the arse end of Eastern Europe and Azerbaijan.
4: Piripat in Chernobyl. <laughs> No
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> But of course, they'll close down uh, the flights by the time
0: uh, we're all booked. It's all right, David. You can't fly to anywhere from Birmingham Airport anyway.
2: Well, we're, we're, we're half joking. But I think if we carry on the improvement we've seen under Gerard so far, I think we could be knocking on the door because, you know, it seems like Leicester's that it seemed to be at the races this season. Brighton's are starting to drop out from their uh, lofty perches that they have. Wolves, held. I think, have kind of
0: flattered to deceive at times.
4: The oh, well, yeah, thing is, now you get in the Europa League, you can play Barcelona, so I, I, I think there's a real. <laughs> Teach them a thing or two, can't we?
2: Yeah, definitely. Right, let's uh, finish off... Uh, we're not finishing the show just yet, but finishing off the top five players of the year that are not Jack Grealish with the winner, resounding winner. Wasn't even a contest, was it, really? Pretty much most people's numero uno, and it's the hip-thrusting Mr. Martinez by a landslide
4: outstanding goalkeeper.
2: We'll be playing at Atletico Madrid next season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he is we're joking we're joking.
0: We're he joking. is a true a tr- now obviously you know Greicius left but he is a truly world class player. Yeah. And we've had some pretty bad goalkeepers in the last what decade? Two decades. Yeah. Really since Bosnich Friedel was all right. Friedel was, I'd say Friedel was good and very solid, but he was Mark for a pensioner. Yeah, I was going
3: to say, it was good for his age. Yeah.
2: What do you mean good for his age? He, he played at least 20 more years at Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> he did. They, 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 had right. to put, they, they had to put him down. <laughs> 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 he just wouldn't go, he wouldn't retire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, for, for, for me, probably maybe controversial, I think Martinez is the best goalkeeper Villa have had in the Premier League era because I think he's a better all-round goalkeeper than Bosnich. How dare you come Ooh. on this show? How dare you? He is. How dare you? I don't think anybody can say Bosnich's distribution was anywhere near Martinez's. Bosnich couldn't kick Bosnich the ball straight. Bosnich yeah. couldn't kick. He just couldn't kick. You kick Germans. Bosnick had a <laughs>
2: Bosnick's had a direct line with God. No other goalkeeper's he got that.
4: It was an Australian God, but he had a direct yeah. line.
2: There was a moment, if you haven't seen this, there's a moment that the eagle-eyed would have seen in that penalty shootout... With Tramier Rovers in the semi-finals ah, yes. mm. at Villa Park, where you know we go ahead in the penalties, and we're like, "There's a piece of piss," you know, let's, let's see what Wembley, and then suddenly you we go start, and Richardson missed them. We start flaking it out, and then I think is it Liam O'Brien has to score, and that's it, game set match. Yep, he steps up. I'm, I'm on the whole. I'm, I don't, I'm you know I'm not religious. I'm fucking praying, and Bosnick looks up to the heavens and then sets himself, saves it. And then we go on, you know, score again, they miss again. And uh, we go, and that moment I will not have any goalkeeper's name put above his, and I'm a massive Nigel Spink fan as well.
4: But Bosnich did have an eye for controversy as well and a couple of those aren't yeah. it wouldn't be appropriate to discuss and that there is a,
0: <laughs> but we're going to anyway
4: for legal reasons we shan't be discussing them um that I think perhaps to the younger fan is is worth going into google for because they, thinking about them now are quite remarkable as a Premier yeah. League footballer. With that yes. said, there's a bit of synergy with Martinez that Martinez has got a bit of a they do say goalkeepers have to have a streak of They've madness. Got
0: personality haven't they? I'll give him that. It,
4: Martinez certainly has that, you know, in the 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 just <laughs> rating with the Copper Copper America being one of them, and 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 I think things
0: in that penalty shootout were phenomenal, weren't they?
4: I mean, he, the, the 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 penalty at Old Trafford, where basically oh, he, he asks Fernandez why, sorry, Ronaldo why, <laughs> why are he's you not, were you taking it, yeah, basically completely superb, you know, and then and then shaking his his crotch at the whole of the stitch. I think, wow, well, you know, outstanding, really, but it. it uh, a great goalkeeper with it.
2: Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm kind of semi joking about the the Bosnik thing, but uh, I think Martinez, as Gerard does, to be rubber stamped success. I think we have to get to a level now where it's back to the old ways. If you want to be considered legendas, Go you got to win something, even if it's yeah. a fucking cup, whatever. Yep. Yeah. And I think Martinez is the kind of character that that can get us there. I, I think Gerard's the kind of character that can get us there. Yeah. Even, you know, Mings, even McGinn, th- there's so uh, there's. That's the great thing now. There's actual hope of was doing it, that. A spine, all of a sudden. Like the old school ways of winning cups that Villa used to have. It's not about you know you're not getting you're not whacking off to how many progressive carries your players are making. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you're whacking up, mm. you know you're off over pictures of Villa players
0: holding up cups, silverware. Wasn't Whacking Day something different? That was in the summer, <laughs> wasn't it? When uh, <laughs> mm. Greedish left.
2: Oh, it's just a it's it's just a clumsy metaphor. You know what I'm yeah. talking about.
0: I th- Do you know what the, the, my final point on Martinez is? If you're going to judge your goalkeeper on any metric or anything, it would be well, how many points a season does this guy save you? And As all of Alex that Ferguson season, always used and, to say. and this and this season, when I mean, you saw it in the
4: <laughs> then he bought Bosnich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And the number of points that Martin has saved us in the... You know, I mean, he was, he, he was very unlucky. Frankly, he was, it was staggering how he didn't beat Brad Fiedel's clean sheet record last season. Um, he, he may or may not do this. I'm sure he probably won't this season. May but you he's, rest in peace. he's a, such a good goalkeeper. But you do need a good defence uh, in yeah. front of you to, to get those clean sheets and stats, for sure. Which Brad Guzan just didn't have.
4: Oh, right. oh God. What would you... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gazan. He, was a, he was just a clone of Friedle that went
3: wrong.
4: Brad Gazan. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey,
2: Brad. Right. Uh, two, two segments left. We have got the uh, piece of uh, fine literature poem from uh, the esteemed Northern Ireland writer, voiced by the uh not quite oscar winning more like rain dance was it Tony? <laughs> was it that raspberry award yeah raspberry <laughs> raspberry award winning uh, voice actor <laughs> or we can end with that because it's a Christ- very Christmassy. or we can uh, just do our f- uh, festive wishes before or after
0: should we go before
2: right yeah let's before we go uh, before we say goodbye with our christmas not a carol thank god uh <sighs> Before the uh, villa night before Christmas, in front of the log fire, I'll get that uh, put on in a second. Let's just have our quick uh, wishes for 2022.
4: I, I just want to win. Is it? Is it so much to ask? I just want to win. win Everything
2: <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I, I, all I, the I, games. I, like, I want it all.
4: I want it all. I just want to win. I want it win. now. Yeah, can we, we win a trophy for me, Christian? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll win anything. I'll take a fucking Inter Toto, Peace Cup. <laughs> Don't give. I I want some silverware. Go go and get it for me.
0: Beat Manchester United and then just march on.
4: Absolutely not.
0: On yet. on on. And, sp- and speaking of which, that that links nicely to my one. I'd love to finally beat Man U at our place for the first time since '95. Uh, and continue to you know another sign of that you know, continual progress. Continue to take these scalps of the the so-called big you know, or the Super League Six as they've been called, which we. We actually managed to do quite a bit last season. Well, Christopher,
2: if Aston Villa draw at Old Trafford in the FA Cup, we will pretty much be playing Manchester United back to back three times. Of course we will. Because the replay will be straight after we play them uh, at Villa yep. Park. Yeah, yeah.
4: Nice little so... accumulator bit there.
2: Ooh.
4: Ooh. <laughs> oh, <Ooh>. gamble away. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And just just to link in the United as well, my wish is not let a two goal lead slip in the last ten minutes. I mean, one of those is decades enough. I mean, we've had ours against Wolves. I can't <laughs> I can't take another United one, whether it's league or cup, if they score a late one against us. I again.
2: remember the John Gregory one.
3: Oh
4: God! Um, oh, no, no, no 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no! This is supposed to be Christmas, a time of joy. Why would you bring it up? <laughs> <laughs> He is a trained musician, I'll just tell everyone. Yeah, that, is a,
2: <laughs> that is a kazoo, ladies and gentlemen. Just uh, the proud
0: sponsors of tonight's show.
2: Yeah, in case uh, I forgot to mention that earlier on in the second part, uh, kazoo are sponsoring the show. That is kazoo with a K. Right, uh, I think my, <laughs> my people are just listening. What the hell is he what? on about? <laughs> <laughs> ruining my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I listen to this show? My festive wish is actual... Proper improvements. It's not finishing two places above from last season and passing the offers improvement. It's like uh, night and day improvement, like finishing. Even if we don't get in, yeah, you know, if you get into Europe, that's improvement rubber stamped. But even if we don't make it to be in with the shout or you know finishing 7th or 8th or whatever not just like 10th like one place above last season where you're still psychologically still in the same kind of mindset in terms of uncertain where this team is but actually finish this season and you're throffing at the mouth can't wait till the next season because you know uh, there's going to be fireworks so European uh, what is it Europa Conference uh, whatever whatever right is that it
4: that's not it
2: oh is it time to put the fire on?
4: It is, light like the coals. <laughs> We've
2: got no idea how this is going to land. It just but Phil Shaw was uh, sitting in his writing studio one one morning, overlooking whatever is out there in Monaco, <laughs> the
0: boat, the harbour,
2: the trees going past. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next door's trampoline flying across the the road in the uh, storm. Dorothy
2: flying past. What's the dog called? Toto. Toto, Toto flying past as the latest <laughs> storm hit the Monaco of the, the UK. Uh, what, what, what are we titling this piece? It's obviously based on The Night Before Christmas. Is this an actual poem, The Night Before Christmas? Well, where's what's the author a, what, Is the he going to stand up for himself? <laughs> it, is, it is a poem. <laughs> the Night Before Christmas is a poem, yes. It, it rhymes. We're, we're, we're like uh, imbeciles. We're mm. heathens. We don't know anything about these kind of uh, Christmassy things. So uh, what, what do you what do you want to call it provisionally? You've got to make it more villa the Villa Night Before Christmas Purslow's Night Before Christmas
0: Michael Jackson's Night Before Christmas A Night at the Villa Before Christmas
3: No, I think it is Purslow's Night Before Christmas Under the Lights Before Christmas Oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> <It's> David loves <laughs> So what is it, Purslow's Night Before Christmas or Under the Lights Before Christmas? I think it has to be Under the Lights, doesn't it? Alright, we'll introduce it <laughs> OK, <laughs> this is now I'll introduce it. I, I, I'm not wasting any more time. <laughs> <laughs> this is penned or should we say adapted by uh, Mr. Phil Shaw and read by Mr. Daniel Rogers in front of the fire. As you uh, take a sip of your Christmas drop, whatever that may be under the lights stroke night before Christmas.
0: life in Paris
4: That's <laughs> people are going to think they're tripping balls on Christmas Day <laughs> <laughs> right poet's corner twas <laughs> twas I can't remember say twas on this podcast here we go I'm going to have a little sip of the old no, gin Alice matter's blood. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: oh, shit. <clears throat> Twas the night before Christmas when through Bodymore Heath not a creature was stirring, not even Douglas Louise. The Louis Vuitton washbags were hung with care in hope that Wes Eden's soon would be there. The under-23s were nestled snug in their beds, while pathways to the first team danced in their heads. When out on the pitch, there arose such a clatter. Purslow sprang from the bed to make sure it wasn't matter. Away to the window, he flew like financial Fernando, opened the shutters and saw Courtney House's smashed Lambo. When what to this wondering eye should appear but a bobsleigh with Leon Bailey, Usain Bolt and a man in training gear. With a chew of his gum... And elbows like wings, he knew in a moment it must be Doctor Ming's. More rapid than Gabby, his haters they came, and he whistled and shouted and shared round the blame. Now McGinn, now Ezri, now Garzi and Sanson, on Carney, on Cashy, on Target and Watkins, to the top of the halt, just clear the ball. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. So up to mid-table the villains they flew with a sleigh full of points and Stevie G too. And then in a twinkling, Purslow heard on the roof the prancing and thump of Nakamba's concrete boots. As he drew in his hand and was turning around, down the chimney Dean Smith came with a bound. He was dressed in yellow from head to foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with mustard and soot. Craig Shakespeare was there, the jolly old elf. And Purslow laughed when he saw them, in spite of himself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head, but no Greek chorus gathered. They'd fled. Dino spoke not a word, but went straight to work, Grabbing his tactics board for Delia with a smirk, and laying his finger aside of his snout, and giving a nod, his desk he cleared out. He sprang to his sleigh, handed Gerard the reins, and away his canaries flew down the drains. But Purslow heard him exclaim as he disappeared from sight Happy Christmas to Villa, and to all, a good night.
2: Merry Christmas. I don't know where that sits in the pantheon of culture. <laughs> <laughs> Just file it under miscellaneous Christmas.
4: Have you had much work published, Phil? <laughs> N- never performed, never published. <laughs> Oh, I'm just as a disappointed you didn't allow me to wrap it as I'd previously suggested.
2: <laughs> yeah, we should have wrapped it.
4: Yeah, maybe next Christmas.
2: Right, then, everybody, thank you very much for listening throughout the year. Don't forget if you have any uh, friends of, uh, I don't know, is it friends with senses of humor or if it's is, what just, is friends. It? just friends? Just friends.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tell them about the show. Get them to join us for the uh, 2022 year where hopefully Stephen Gerrard will take us into new passages and we will see glory like we used to sample once before but uh, thanks to the guys as well for joining us in uh it's always fun the christmas uh two-parter just as an excuse to get the musical instruments out
0: <laughs> chris bird even brought a kazoo for this <laughs> at least you got the new theme tune you always wanted <laughs> Asking for that for two years.
2: I wanted jungle version, kazoo
0: jungle. <laughs> Break out the bomb, Mike. That can be my January project.
2: And uh, please do uh, before we disappear off. Uh, join us as a Myoman said patron for 2022. There's uh, lots of fun to be had uh, coming up. Uh, join us in match club we will uh continue to evolve and innovate uh, go to myomansed.com and click on the patron link uh, to get more details there so uh, please do join us and obviously follow us on all My oh Man said social channels at My oh Man said on twitter instagram facebook etc and also, uh, in terms of mentioning Facebook, uh, there's a group dedicated to the listeners of the show, the Mad Few group, so uh, do check that out. Uh, I'll put the links in the notes of the show. Thank you very much. Right, uh, until 2022, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from them. Goodbye, and a Merry Christmas. Goodbye, and a Happy New Year.
4: Merry Christmas all.